Hello. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome again. We're, re we're recording now. Trust you. I'm going to Beautiful morning. Get a sign of my morning, babe. But you've done episodes before, right? Yeah, I have like, I think at least 10 episodes. Um, okay. I was mostly focusing on trauma and healing, which um, I think is great. Um, very important. Very important. And I think that ties into a lot of relationship stuff. Um, but now I kind of want to open it up to anything relationship wise, um, which is why I thought we, because with my experience in the last couple of years with dating, I thought this would be great to talk about because it's probably one of my favorite topics. Yeah. It's also psychology, you know, um, like why do people do this? Why do they choose these people? Um, why do we treat each other the way that we do? Exactly. And, and, um, I don't know. I'm just from what I'm seeing now, especially the last few years, it's not what it used to be. It's not the same. Not at all. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think that, I think COVID did play a huge part in that. Um, you know, the fact that we were so isolated from each other just made us even more afraid, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's like we came out of that isolation where, you know, news media and society has just said, you know, you need to stay away from everybody because they're going to get you sick and you're going to die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> stay away so, from me. <laughs> so now we're trying to, like, come back to the realization that we can live our lives normally now, but it's hard for people to do. Um, I think that our our society just scared us so much that you know, we completely forgot that the world has been through this before. Mm -hmm. um, it's not something that's completely unnatural. So, you know, it's probably something that's likely going to happen again. So we right. just need to stop scaring each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just didn't know. I haven't realized until recently, until you actually sit down and think about how much COVID has really affected us mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, um, especially relationally. Yep. And and good and bad. I think good and bad, not just bad. So I wanted to talk about dating apps. And, yes. um, you know, there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And I'll mention a few. Um, there's Tinder, there's Hinge, there's Bumble. Um, those are the ones I know. Do you know any others? There's Match, obviously. A match yeah, Match, you know, uh, eHarmony, OkCupid. Okay, uh, uh, yeah. What's that fish one? Plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. Yeah. I used that once like 10 years ago. And that's how I, you remember the guy that I was dating 10 years ago? The really that's big one? No, I don't want to mention names on the show, but um, um, he went out to dinner with us. And that it was like the last time we had like a big dinner. In was Fort he Carmen? No, not Carman. Not Carman. Is he Carman? I don't know. He wasn't really a Carman. He, he worked for aviation. I don't remember that one. Oh well, it wasn't. It wasn't. You only met him like once, I think. Yeah. But I, I met him on Plenty of Fish, and that that seemed to happen pretty fast back then. But now I that's not the experience I've been getting. But I think that has to do with me also being different and changing, so growing. Yeah. I think obviously our standards change. Right. Uh, 
you know, we know at this age, you know, being so far into our thirties, we know what we want right. when we go onto those apps. And I think that we, you know, whether we want to admit it or not, we're holding ourselves to a higher standard. Um, cause it's just, you don't want to go back and get yourself into the same situations that you were in, in the past. Yeah. Well, like um, at this point for a second, but do you hear that beeping? I do. What is that? I have no idea. Is it the recording you think? <laughs> you don't have beeping going on. It's not here. Okay. It's gone. <laughs> yes. It Better worked. microphone too. Better camera. Yeah. Better camera, definitely. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Um, yeah, so dating apps. So you you used you're using Hinge and you're using Bumble and you like Bumble because it gives the you think it gives the woman more of a feeling of safety yeah. and control. Okay. Did you At least hear in that? theory? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, in theory. Yeah. And so I've used both of those as well. Um I personally didn't like Bumble. No. Um No. I mean, um I did meet somebody from there and we dated for like 4 months last year. Um he did not he was not a good person. <laughs> that was not not a good experience. Um uh, but I'm not blaming the app for that. Um, I know that these apps have like an algorithm too, and I'm not a hundred percent sure how they work, but I think that they start to feed you based on how you, my theory is based on how you set up your profile, they're going to start feeding you people that match that first to, to find so, out. Yeah. yeah. To find out what you really like. I kind of also think that some of those people that they're feeding you at first aren't really active anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, again, it could be that they just got fed up with being on an app and just, it, it seems like people do that though, where they'll like get on an app, they'll just get annoyed by it and then leave for a while, but their profile mm -hmm. stays. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been guilty of it. I've just yeah. like not opened up the app for a good month or two at a time. Um, yeah. You know, for whatever's going on in life, sometimes you just don't feel like dealing with it. Yeah, I've done the same thing. But then there were all there was also a time where I deleted my profile and I got an email. I think it was Tinder. Tinder's the worst one, by the way. It's like the worst one. Like what it was like six days. I was on there for six days. I'm like, I am done. Like seriously, every single guy, the way that they start a conversation is here's a D pick. Here's a D pick. I'm like, nobody really? wants to see that. Not even we want to see it. It's not, I, I wasn't even asking for it. I, like, I didn't even ask. It was like, what? Like, like a, that's like a, that's a photo of shame, even for a man to take. Like, any oh man, God. when he takes one of those, doesn't like what he's doing when he takes it. Oh, my. <laughs> I was just shocked. It was, it was every single one so after six days i'm like i am so done with this app i deleted my profile and then i was still getting emails like 
month, a, a couple of months later, I got an email for someone that matched with me on Tinder. And I'm like, wait, what? And I literally reached out to the app support and said, why am I getting matched with someone if I deleted my profile? Are you using my information? Right. And they, they've got back to me and said, we're sorry, we deleted your information. It shouldn't be on there anymore. So I was just a little, I, I get worried about that because we're sharing our personal information and I feel like they, they keep our profile on there for a while, even after it's deleted. Yeah, that's yeah. not, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not nice. Not nice at all. Because wait, what if you get into a relationship and then someone finds you, like a friend finds your profile on there and tells your significant other or partner or whatever that they saw you on there and you're like, I'm not on there. You know, yeah, that, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's that's a concern. And that's a serious you know, concern, yeah. Yeah. And then it just makes me think like the algorithm. It's is it really doing what it's supposed to do? Because I I just I feel like it's like the when you're first on there for women, at, at least for me, it was like when you first get on there, you get a ton of matches. You get a ton of matches right in the first couple of days. And it like that's what lures you in to keep going and keep going and keep going. Sure. And keep, keeps like swiping, 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 swiping. And then it starts to dry out. Mm -hmm. And but you're 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 you've been lured into the that app like it's this it's this like gr like validation that you get from all these likes and all these matches and and you want that you know it feels good and then it's like a drug it's, yeah yeah it starts to dry out and even with all those likes and matches no one for me as a woman like very few of them respond or if they do they uh they're really not good at conversation good at conversation yeah i mean i'm finding that the same thing as a man um mm -hmm. like i got i got matched with somebody the other day on um on bumble um and you know with bumble it's it's her she has to initiate the conversation right. um so like i was i was telling my coworker about it and i was like so does hi justify the start of a conversation in today's day and age like i was like i know that our society has been programmed that men are supposed to initiate everything but this app is now giving you the power to initiate mm -hmm. like the best you can come up with is high yeah and then it's like okay well i guess it's back to me now so here, let me craft a nice witty response and show some interest through asking questions. Right. But then the answer that I get in return to the questions are like one syllable answers. And oh. it's just like, it's like pulling teeth. Yeah. So it's like, you know, how, how are you supposed to get my interest? How am I supposed to be engaged in this if you're giving me nothing back? Like, right. you know, a conversation between two people when it's face to face isn't just one syllable answers it's you know you're you're responding to questions you're reacting to each other you know right. i expect this to be the same way on an app too because this is i mean until we're comfortable with each other this is how we're going to be communicating so yeah. let's have a normal conversation and not i don't want to be your dentist i'm not pulling your teeth here so. <laughs> yeah it, i mean 
what's giving me the excitement to meet you in person if you can't even have a a good a decent conversation over the app yep you know why then why did you swipe you know what why exactly. did you why did you choose you know why did you match with me and right. you're not like there's no effort um and I don't think that that's only an app thing. I think that uh, for me, I haven't been on the apps for almost a year now, and I'm so glad. <laughs> it's been so peaceful. <laughs> um, I was using it for about two years um, on and off, and I was using both Hinge and Bumble. And it's just, it's just like, I feel like it's a lot of work. It's a it lot is. of work. It's, uh, you know, you have to go on there, you have to check, you have multiple conversations sometimes going on at the same time, and then you have to keep those going. And you're waiting for somebody, I'm, I'm a little old fashioned, and I would, I would like the man to ask me out. So right. I'm not going to ask you out. I'm not going to tell you to ask me out. I'm a little, I like to, I like a man that shows some initiate initiative. And, you know, some courage and uh you know some confidence sure and if you can't do that on an app i'm i'm a little worried about how you're going to be in person with me because i have a very strong personality and if a guy is not confident with me it's going to be a turnoff for me so it's it's so i i i started becoming very uninterested pretty quickly because i didn't see a lot of effort um and then there were people there not there were guys that did ask me out um but then there was very little effort after that or or you know you know texting or making plans um i feel like they i feel like a lot of guys on there um at at all ages even older they don't really know what they want that's what i've been experiencing it's like I don't think they really know what they want. I don't I wonder if a lot of people use those apps for more like validation. Could be. I mean, it could very well just be something where they're they're on there and you know, maybe their confidence is just so low that any sort of like match or whatever is going to validate them that this is a potential person that is interested in me. Um, and it's more attention that they've gotten in a long time. Um, that could be it. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, like for me, I'm always the one that, that initiates the first date. Um, again, like you said, that's an old fashioned thing to do. Um, I always just thought that that's, you know, what the guy is supposed to do. Like if I'm, if I've gotten someone that is, interesting enough and we've had a good enough conversation i'm going to want to meet you in person so i'm going to suggest going somewhere um mm -hmm. you know i've i've had experiences up here where you know i i talk a lot about my love of the outdoors and going into the mountains here because that's like one of the primary things that you do um mm -hmm. so you know i got into photography a lot um and you know, I would talk about wanting to go up into the mountains to do some some photos. And, um, you know, I, I had this one particular match where she was like, yeah, cool, let's go. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm like, 
you want to go into the mountains with a man that you haven't met in person yet? Like, <laughs> I'm glad that I'm that trustworthy, but, uh, you know, let's, let's start off with dinner in the city first and we'll yeah. go from there. <laughs> but it's, it, it always was me initiating some sort of outing, um, mm-hmm. just because that's, you know, that's what I was raised. You're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, naturally, I guess that's how society says it needs to be done, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like you said, it could be, it could be a validation thing. Um, I think for me, it's like when I go on there, it's just that, like I said earlier, like I know what I want. I mean, I'm coming from a place where I was engaged. So like, I know what I'm looking for Mm -hmm. and like, I'm trying to build myself back up to getting to that point again. Mm -hmm. Um, which has been a difficult process. And I mean, you know, through COVID, I mean, I was engaged during COVID. So I was completely out of the game at that point. So coming out of it, moving to a, an area that's a lot less populated than I was used to in Florida, um, moving out of Charlotte where, you know, I'm, I'm in a metropolitan area and I'm coming to the mountains. It's, a lot less people in this area to work with mm-hmm. um, and I, at least for me i'm finding that my personality doesn't necessarily mesh with a lot of the personalities up here mm-hmm. um you know because i'm not raised in the mountains i'm not raised southern i'm raised as a city boy yeah <laughs> um you know I always thought it was funny growing up because we can consider ourselves true Southerners because we're the furthest South in the States, but we're not Southerners if we're from Florida. We're We're completely different people. (laughs) Yeah, we're totally, no, we're not Southerners at all. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, you know, coming up here, I mean, one of the first things that um, I would talk about with my coworkers when I started working up here was, you know, let's not talk about Florida. Florida's not seen as a great place up here. So <laughs> don't mention that you're from Florida up here. Oh gosh. <laughs> so like it's like a, it's half of who I am. I mean, it's where I was born and raised. Yeah. Um, so that takes a whole lot out of the equation for me. Mm-hmm. So I have to learn how to I guess act around for a lack of a better word, mountain people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I could see myself having some very big difficulties with that. I mean, I'm always been, I mean, I've been in Florida most of my life around the city. So that's, that would be like a culture shock. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, even, yeah. even you talking about going out of Florida, I mean, you're going to see it in South Carolina. I mean, yeah, it's, it's there different there too. Yeah, I am. Look, uh, yep, it's going to be an experience. <laughs> I've already heard from my friend that how different the people are. Um, so that should be an interesting experience. I've been to Charlotte on my own a couple times on my own, and I've been there to visit. And when I went on my own, I went out to eat and talk to some people, but um, it was mostly in the Charlotte area, like the city. Right. It wasn't like um, the mountain. Or, area or around those people 
I think that's a little more comfortable. It was more comfortable for me. So, uh, yeah, I can only imagine the difference with the people just outside of that in the mountains. It's a complete, it's a different quality of life. It's a different type of way that you live. So I can, of course, everyone's going to be different. Sure. 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 And I mean, this, this demographic in particular up here, it's, it's, I mean, there's a ton of people moving into Asheville, Mm -hmm. but it's not our age group. Mm. It's like, it's the people coming from places like California or like New England, um, New York, places that are just becoming like way too expensive for them to live. So then they take their state's money that is, Mm -hmm. you know, lots of money and they can come down here and buy a lot of property. And, you know, they're forcing the people in our age group to just kind of go elsewhere. Um, Yeah. I think a lot of them have gone to Charlotte. I mean, when you're in Charlotte, nobody is from Charlotte. There's no like natural born Charlottian. it's it's everybody from somewhere else there um, yeah but here it's it's becoming a lot of older money mm-hmm. so that's what's happening in florida i mean that's kind of how it's always been in florida except south south like miami is more new flashy you know money which is still happening but it's the age group is not our age group i mean it's some but most of the most of them are the older the older age group and then we have west palm which is that it is definitely the older money yeah Um, that's definitely west palm so it's a big i i can tell when i drive and i'm leaving palm beach county and i'm entering broward i immediately feel a difference it's like okay yeah i'm in broward now this is not west palm this is (laughs) you feel the difference you see the difference um it's it's pretty crazy um yeah you know the the dating apps for me i think not only is it validation but i feel like people have this sense of multiple options Mm. so oh i don't you know, this is just one person I'm matching with. I'm going to go see, I'm going to go on a date with. I don't have to put that much effort into it because I have all these other options on the yeah. table. And so, so we're, we're not seeing a lot of, I'm not, I haven't experienced a lot of men who put a lot of effort into making something happen because I think they have a sense that there's all these other options. I already have five other conversations going. I'm getting all these other matches. So mm, I'm not so sure about this person. So I think I'm going to, um, I'm going to keep trying until, I don't know what they're looking for. I feel like, um, um, I feel like people are looking for a feeling instead of like, okay, we have compatibility. I like you. Let's see how, let's see where this can go. Let's make a commitment and see where we, how, if we can make this happen, if this can work out. And I'm not, I'm not, I am, I have not found someone that wants to do that, except that person I dated last year for four months, which happened to be a, not a good person. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, and it wasn't like, 
we committed to each other and it was public and um, we were going to move in together. It was nothing like that. We were just, we were just dating and we decided we're only going to date each other to see if this works. It didn't. And that's, I feel like people are afraid of doing that. Um, you yeah. know, it's, you know, it's, it's, hmm, it's very, hmm, to me. <laughs> I get what you're saying. And I think that I kind of operate in that feeling sort of way. Um, I mean, for me, like the way that I look at it is, is you know, I did all of this dating through my twenties and through my twenties, you know, late late teens 20s that was me figuring out what i wanted mm -hmm. and then like i did get that feeling when i met my my ex-fiance um and i think that that like i completely acted on that feeling mm -hmm. that i got it was like you know i always put effort into the other people that that I was dating, you know, I wanted to to make sure that they felt respected and they felt heard and seen um, and that they were, you know, worthy of my time. Um, you know, I didn't want them to feel disrespected in any sort of way, but with those, I never got that feeling. And I don't know if it's just being a romantic or with the way I was raised, but, you know, when I got that feeling, that was it for me. Well, how would you describe that feeling? Because I don't know if it's the same thing I'm I'm thinking of or describing. I mean, I'm thinking about that feeling that you get when, like, it's the love at first sight feeling. Mm. Um, like, you know, with with my ex, like the the very first time that I met her, I was like, wow, like I've never I've never felt this before in my life. Like this woman is special, mm. and like at, at first, like it went really well. She ran away, but then she came back into my life and the feeling was still there. Mm -hmm. So was it like, a feeling based off of the, how the date went? Our first date went horrible. Okay. Like, I mean, if you, if you remember when we used to hang out a lot, I mean, mm -hmm. you knew me as awkward and goofy. Yeah. Like, I'm awkward on a first date. Um, like, I, I don't try to be. I think that's just <laughs> naturally who I am. Um, but yeah, I, like our first date was horrible. Okay. Um, but I liked her so much that I remember calling her. And like before I called her, I had to like psych myself up to do it but like my whole thing was like give me a second chance like i can show you that i am worth your time mm. um and i mean it worked she went back out with me and it was great and then like i said she disappeared um yeah. you know she had some things that she needed to work through and um ran away for a while but then she just kind of came back into my life and it was great from that point until COVID came. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like when I think of feeling, that's what I was thinking. Like when you mentioned these people getting feelings rather than let's see where things go. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the person like the guy I dated last year, it wasn't long, but 
I, I felt good. I felt like I had a good time around him. There were things I liked about him. Um, we were attracted to each other. Um, we wanted the same things. Um, so that's why, you know, we had the conversation of, okay, yeah, we're, we're going to date and, uh, see, you know, exclusively we're, we're going to date exclusively. Um, I don't think I had a feeling. Um, I, I don't think I get that anymore. I don't know if I can get those feelings anymore. It's not like a feeling like, wow, I just love it. I don't know if I've ever had the love at first sight, but maybe I did. It could have been in high school. (laughs) Um, but I don't, I don't, um, think that I've really truly experienced that kind of love at first sight since. And maybe it's just my experience because I had that at such a young age. Sure. You know, it wasn't when you're young like that, you don't really think about, oh, is this person going to be a a long-term fit? Are we going to, is this good for a good person for the future? You know, you don't think about those things when you're young like that. You're just looking for that connection. Um, that feeling, that connection, that, wow, like, I really like this person. And, um, and who knows, we're not even think that's not even a thought, you know? Um, I feel like now for me, obviously I think connection is important, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. We've got to have some kind of chemistry, but a lot of times, um, there's nothing more than that. There's just the chemistry and there's nothing else. There's no other, there's no connection because maybe the person is emotionally unavailable. And, um, so then there's, there's, it doesn't move any further than that. It doesn't go any deeper than that. There's just like this, Ooh, I feel good around you, but then I'd feel bad when we're apart. Like there's nothing, it, it doesn't build. Right. Um, because either both people or one person is not putting any effort into building anything. Right. It's just not completely there. Yeah. Um, I dated, I, I, I wouldn't say dated, but I did meet a guy off of, um, hinge earlier, um, almost a year ago. And before I stopped you after him, that's when I stopped using the app. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> no more. I'm so sick. Of no this. more for me. No more. Um, um, so I, I was trying to take a chance and not be the Juliana in the past that, that typically really goes for, um, the chemistry. Okay. And there wasn't really, um, when we were speak, texting each other, we had great conversation. It was great. And he seemed great. When we met in person, immediately I felt like no, I felt no connection. Uh-huh. I felt like he was a different person. I felt like he was way more confident in text than in person. And it's interesting. So I, I, I was, you know, that was the first date. And I thought, I'm just going to give it another try. You know, I like talking to him. Let's just see, you know, where this goes, because I feel like you have to build on stuff. If there's right. something there, you know, if we talk and we, and we have good conversation, we, we could build. So. um he he never changed it was the same it was always in text confident in person different different person Uh um 
And then eventually he, he, after, a, I don't know, a couple of weeks, um, he, like, I, he totally like disappeared on me. I, he wasn't communicating. He was quiet. And uh, I was just like, what is going on? Like, this is, this is weird. And he told me he just was not having a good day. He needed some space. Totally fine. I respect that. Um, but then it, it became more than one day. And um, he said, I don't feel, I, I'm looking for that spark and we don't have that spark. And, and we didn't. He was right. We didn't have that spark. I kind of felt that though he wasn't trying to make that happen because he was so different in person or just so, so he lacked a lot of, for me, in my opinion, he lacked a lot of confidence around me. And I don't know if it was me or if it was just, you know, maybe his past or things that he has to deal with on his own that made him that way. But, um, he was right. There was no spark. Yeah. So, but we can't just look for the spark either. There's not just because that doesn't last. Right. You know, but there, there has to be some kind of spark, but the spark never lasts forever. If there's no foundation, you're not building like a friendship, emotional intimacy, get really getting to know each other, really being vulnerable and allowing yourself to be vulnerable with that person. How are you going to, how are you supposed to build anything when the spark goes away? When, when you have real relationship things that come up like right. real real conversations you right. know i feel I like that's that, these days what was that i feel like it's lo it's lost these days people are so afraid of being vulnerable mm -hmm. um but they just don't i mean i know i am i mean after my last relationship but <clears throat> I think another one of our core issues just as a society as a whole is our ability to communicate with each other. Yeah. Um, I don't think we know what communication is. Um, you know, communication also comes with understanding. And that's another thing that we don't seem to be able to do is truly understand each other. You know, and, and it's not like understanding is not hearing. You know, you can hear something and hear what this person is saying to you, but to truly understand, and maybe that's the person that is communicating its fault. Maybe they're not being, like you said, maybe they're not being vulnerable enough in their communication. Maybe they're keeping walls up and mm -hmm. their real message isn't getting across to right. the other person. Um, you know, and I think that we're also so worried about, like, hurting each other's feelings, too. Um, you know, so instead of do that, let's ghost somebody. Let's mm -hmm. just, you know, completely disregard their feelings and, you know, not validate them as a person and just forget about them. Because, yeah. you know, it's going to suck for them to be told that I'm not interested. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it anyway. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have to get to a point where we realize it's okay to say that you're not interested in somebody, 
because in the end, you're doing that person a favor. I mean, you're doing right by them, you know, that you are giving them the freedom to then go back and find who is really out there for them. Right. Because um, not everybody is going to be for everyone else, you know? Right. Like, things just won't mesh with mm-hmm. everyone that you meet. Um, and it's not a bad thing when right. it doesn't all come together, you know? But just communicate that with yeah. someone. Like, yeah. I'm I'm a big believer of respecting another person. Yeah. And also I'm this kind I'm the kind of person that to respect myself, I need to be honest with you. Yeah. So if I don't tell it to you, now I'm holding it in and mm-hmm. it's festering. Yep. And and it's just going to fester and it's just going to fester. And, and then I, it's going to come out in my behavior towards you. No. And yeah. that's just not fair. I wouldn't yeah. want that yeah. to me. I can't stand when people, when guys aren't just honest, like, why did your behavior change? Why did your communication change? And you have, you didn't say anything. I'm just over here in the dark. Right. It's, I mean, what's, what's the real problem with saying hey i'm really just not that interested i don't think that we're going anywhere yeah i mean that's not a reflection on you as a person um you know it's like that is what that person is feeling like in their core and those feelings are valid for that person so like just trust your feeling and be honest with the person yeah Um, it's going to be better for the both people in the long run anyway. Exactly. Um, I know that I feel a lot lighter when you typically, when I know something's not a fit, it's not what I want long-term. I sense it and it becomes very stressful to me until um, I release it. And once I release it, I feel so much lighter. Like my body feels lighter. I feel less stressed out. I can move on and move forward. They know. So I'm not leaving them in the dark. And it's not just like, you know, it's, 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 it's the right thing to do. Right. Um, it, in most cases that has not been done to me, I've been the one to usually say something. Yeah. In most cases, people have either just ghosted or they just changed their behavior or communication towards me. And it was like, it was like bipolar almost like one day you're communicating a lot and flirting. And then, and then for a whole week, you're not even talking to me. And then all of a sudden you come back and and that's just to me, a person that's very confused and doesn't know what they want. And um, they don't know how to communicate it. Either they don't want to hurt you or they want to keep you, you know, at arm's length or at arm's length or keep you as an option, which is just wrong. Yeah. So, and then, so it makes me, brings me to kind of a point where, um, I've had two experience, I've had two different experiences with, you know, when you go on a date on your, on your first date and I'm like, okay, I'm 37. I have two kids. One is 20 years old. I'm divorced. I'm looking for this, this, that, and that boom. And it's like, whoa, that's too much, Juliana, like slow down. Why did you have to go that, like, go there? We're just having fun, blah, blah, blah. Come on, let's just enjoy our day. 
And, uh, and so I'm like, okay, let me just scale back and enjoy the date. And then the date keep, and then the dates go and they go and they go. And then, and, and then I tell you, and then it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> well, why didn't I just, so why can't I just tell you off the bat instead of you wasting my time? You know, why didn't you think about that? That's happened to me multiple times. It's like, okay. Well, you already know my my age. I, I'm, you know, to, I'm gonna put this out there. I've been getting a lot of younger guys that want to date me, a lot. It's it's been. Well, I look younger, but even if they, even though they know my age and they know that I have kids, they think, yeah, I still, I, st I'm still interested. I want to, I want to date you. I'm like, okay, and they just waste my time. It's just a complete waste of time. <laughs> waste of time total waste of time um, funny how that goes though it's like we're <laughs> you and i are both getting to that point where you know we're now starting to be considered the older people yeah like the younger kids want to date and it seems like you know the younger guys want the older women and the younger girls want the older guys yeah but, that's happening right now i mean i don't want younger like my my intellectual level is i found yeah. it so much higher yeah like, i don't, I don't want to talk about what your favorite color is or what you watched on tv today like or what you're doing in school for that matter like yeah. i don't want to hear the word school unless it's coming out of my own children's mouths they like, don't have they don't have much life experience at all no no and i mean that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for the life experience but it goes back to like what you were saying is why can't we just put it all out there right like, that is our life story that's part of who we are like yeah. you know we it, it's almost looked at, at as like a, a bad thing but mm -hmm. it, it's history it's your history you can't do anything about it you can't erase it it's not going anywhere Right. Like, I, I understand, like, if the person that's not what they're looking for is, that's fine. Everybody's entitled to whatever it is that they want. Um, right. But, you know, if you if you take that and you hear that history from somebody and all of a sudden you're not interested in them just because of their history or because they have a past. Mm -hmm. And that reflects poorly on you because, mm -hmm. I mean, you've got your own past you know, that you have to accept. And if you can't accept this new person's past, then we've got a bigger issue here. You probably um, have your own past if you can't. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, like, I'm also going through an interesting thing where, you know, since my mom passed away, my dad is dating now. And it's been a weird experience for me. Um, one of the first women that he dated, I absolutely hated. I mean, the woman was a bitch. Um, <laughs> she drank way too much. I hated oh. her personality. Um, luckily, that didn't last long. The woman that my dad is seeing now is a very lovely person. She's super sweet, easy to talk to. Um, and But even like with her personality, they've had those moments where she's made comments to my dad about my mom and my dad just flat out and said you know 
I'm sorry, we were together 54 years. Like there's, mm-hmm. there's no erasing that amount of history. No. Said, that is just something that happened. You know, it, she said it's, it's, she's always going to be a part of me. She's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, but you know, that doesn't mean that I don't have the capacity to care for somebody else. Right. Um, but it, it almost seems like people have such a hard time getting over that history but they can't even look within themselves and realize they have history too. Like it's oh, okay yeah. for them to have history, but not for the other person. Exactly. Oh, that's a huge point. There, there <laughs> uh, recently had a, an experience with a young guy that um, I was, I'm not, ash- I'm not ashamed of my past. I'm going to tell you the things that I've been through and the choices that I've made. And um, I've, I've accepted, I've, I've come to terms. I've worked on myself. I've right. done a lot of work. I still work on myself on a daily basis. I wouldn't be where I am today or who I am today if I hadn't done that. And so I'm, I was sharing a lot of the, I was, I was being so vulnerable and sharing these things, but I wasn't like, it wasn't like someone who's still damaged by these things that's not how it came off it was just like oh i'm sharing a story yeah. look this is what my mom did to me last year da, 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 da. and um and he was just like he just cut me off he's like i don't juliana that's too much i don't want to hear it oh what excuse me what do you mean you don't want to hear it that i just don't want to deal with that it's just just it's just a lot i'm like so what you're saying is you don't want to be real yeah. So what you're saying is you can't handle real shit. <laughs> so what you're saying is you don't have the capacity to handle anything real, which makes sense now that I think about the way that he grew up and how he's young, but he's never had any financial problems because of his parents. And um, he wasn't vulnerable at all either. In fact, I don't think he could have been because I don't think he had enough life experience. Sure. So. So that kind of person does not match for me. Right. You know, obviously the age thing, but there are some people that are younger that have um, some life experience, not very many, but, but for me, I, I was, I've been on my own since basically I was 18. This was a 28 year old guy that just got, he, his parents helped him buy a, an, an apartment and he's, if his roommate <laughs> moved out, they're going to help cover the cost. So <laughs> this, how are we ever going to, how would we ever get along? You know, it, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be able to probably most likely not have emotional intimacy right. because I, I, but I guarantee that he must have some kind of past because I remember asking this person questions like, how did you grow up? What were your parents like? And very uh, shallow answer, hmm. you know, just very surface level. He didn't go deep with it. Nobody has like a perfect life. There are no perfect parents. So uh, if you if you're a person who can't even face your own past and accept those things and then work on yourself as well, then 
yeah, you're not going to be able to connect with someone else at that level. Right. Um, and that, and those kind of relationships don't last. Um, relationships that last, I think long that go long-term are the ones that, that are vulnerable, that are going to be, that are people that work on themselves, that aren't afraid to talk about their, I mean, I'm not saying right off the bat, you got to tell every single thing and, and be completely vulnerable to that person because you don't know if you can trust them yet, right. you know, with that. but it's little things. And then as time goes on, you should be, you should be opening yourself up more to develop this, this great thing that you could have long-term. Sure. Sure. And I just feel like that's almost, I just feel like it's, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe it's because I've, I've dated younger guys. <laughs> I've lost. I don't think any of them know how to do that. I don't, they have a lot of time. They, they, they have a lot of work to do <laughs> on themselves. Um, and I also feel like I'm at a strange age where a lot of people our age are married. Yep. And so it's like, that's why I don't know why we're getting the younger guys and younger women that want to date people our age and older. I know why the women are. I know why the women are. I don't know why the men are. I still, I still can't figure out why the men want to. I don't know why the, the younger women are. If you could explain that, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's money. It's stability. That's why I, I have women that are, are, that are, I'm friends with that are younger around 25, 26, 27, around that age that start dating at eight plus years older than them. And I say, why, why, what is that? Oh, well, two things. The men, their age are pretty immature and they're looking for stability, 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 security, and they can't find that in the men, their age. Hmm. I feel like maybe this generation um, started a lot later than they used to, than we used to, as far as starting your life and your career. Yeah. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's part of it. I feel like maybe they started a lot later because I'm, I'm looking at 25, 26, 27 year olds that are just starting their career, ba barely just now starting their careers. Hmm. A lot of them are 30. I know 30 year olds that still live with their parents, which I, I understand that's, that's needed sometimes, but it's, there are those that do it because it's just, it's just why, why, why should they be on their own? Right. It's, you know, there are people that go through hard times that need to live with their parents. It's in, we're in an inflation right now, but then we have the, the people who are just like out of comfort and security they just choose to stay with their parents. So, so the parents, I feel like that's, uh, it's really kind of handy making them a little, your, the, the, your children are being handicapped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. 